how you kids doing? It's the Clary Podcast. We are in um, <clears throat> the Southern Command. The audio's a little bit echoey because there's nothing but echoey stuff here. Not a lot of furniture. Not a lot of furniture. I already miss my um, recording studio, which was also my shed that I had built. Because the the few times I did record there, even you guys noticed. You're like, my God, Clary, what did you do to your audio quality? I had a wonderful shed built <clears throat> and it was used to kind of store stuff uh that was seasonal uh, but it was a big enough shed and uh I'm a short enough guy that I was able to have a little bit of a recording studio in there ran a, an extension cord out and put uh I told you guys a story where I bought up all the used towels in the entire uh northern uh market of uh, the Twin Cities Metro of Goodwills. I bought out all the used towels because I watched a YouTube documentary. Because remember, YouTube is the replacement for your father. And uh, it says, yeah, four four towels. That you take four towels and you make uh, you put them into kind of like boards or frames. And that had like ten times the background reduction noise of the professional egg foam kind of stuff that you see <clears throat> in the professional recording studios. And uh, that egg foam stuff is expensive. I think it's like $5 a square foot. And I was able to pimp out my uh, my recording shed for, for a fraction of that cost, just a fraction. And uh, <clears throat> didn't get to use it that much, didn't get to use it that much. And then, then, then Cappy had to move. Cappy had to move and he moved. And now in the Southern Command, the audio is not that good. And that's one thing. It's it's just, oh, it's so sad. One of those things I'm going to have to kick down the road is once I build the new new Northern Command and it's all set and go, uh, I am going to have a nice recording studio. It will have that perfect acoustics. It's going to look a hell of a lot better than me just sitting. I mean, who knows? I might even invest in a high-definition camera. Uh, I may I may put Coach Red Pill to shame. <laughs> I don't have time. That's that's what he does. I won't lie to you guys. It, ask anybody who's done editing. For every hour, you're usually spending four or five in the editing room. And I do not have the time Coach Red Pill does. <clears throat> or maybe you pay someone to do it. Although he seems to be into the... He, he seems to like it. That's his hobby. I think he he enjoys it. Because he seems to know all the... Uh, the types of camera and definition and all that other jazz. Um, <clears throat> going to lead off. We're going to have to have a little conversation here. And this is very important. I can't mention who. Not going to because a friend of mine. Uh, but he called distraught. Very distraught. Very upset. And uh, he was supposed to go uh, on a date. And the gal uh, kind of canceled him at the last moment. And he suspected that she uh, had another guy, or two, uh, or three. Who knows how many? There, she was. She was not. He just wasn't interested in him. She, he was not her cup of tea. And I'm like, okay, how is this a crisis? Because he was very angry. I'm like, well, what? So what, Gal? I mean, that that happens even in good times. <laughs> that that happened in the '80s. What, what, it, it Maybe a crescendo it up a little bit, but girls flaking is hardly a reason to get upset. Uh, that's kind of standard par for the course. And he says, uh, yeah, but she was uh, she had a birth defect? I won't mention what, but he didn't notice it at first because it wasn't her face or her beauty necessarily. It was something else. And he was so cripplingly depressed because he's like, my God, I, is the thirst that bad from higher value guys? And this guy's a pretty high value guy. This guy's a pretty high value guy. I'd say on par, <clears throat> if not a little bit better and higher par or higher than me. And he's like, I, I and, and let's just call him an eight. I would put him at an eight in terms of total market value. Again, that's just, you know, Cappy's estimate. And he's saying, here's someone with a birth defect uh, that was not noticeable, but, you know, it wasn't like she had a missing nostril or a third eye, but it was still a birth defect. Something he might have to worry about genetically if they ever have kids. And 
she is rejecting him. And it kind of got to him where he's like, I am getting rejected by women that have birth defects. And <clears throat> we talked a good good hour. Uh, not that he needed to be talked down, but you, you, he just needed to vent. And I'm starting to realize that it probably is the same with a lot of you boys out there. Where he, his question was like, it can't be this bad. I can't be this bad. Hi, what what else do I have to do? He's, 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 and, and so let's go through it. I'm going to be repeating myself, but there's there's how Cappy thinks the real world works, and then there's how the real world actually works. And in my mind, I say it once, people will not only listen to it, but they'll incorporate it. But we need to go through it a couple times. There has, and I'm no historian, maybe there has been, I think there was a time in Baghdad, ancient uh, Iraq, pre-Mesopotamia. I could be wrong, though. But as far as I could tell, there has never been a time in human history where so much wealth and attention has been conferred on one group of people. Uh, and that would be namely Western women. You combine that with two other advents. <clears throat> One, the push of feminism. Uh, and I, I don't even know if you could call it feminism. Uh, I, I guess we could use that label. But definitely the rah-rah, you-go-girl, uh, and the pushing of putting a career ahead of men. Uh, in combination with the advent of smartphones where women can get all the attention uh, for men digitally uh, without actually having to go on a date with a guy. Heck, a lot of women can get money online digitally. Now I even wrote a lengthy article about that. <clears throat> to, that This has, I wouldn't say, ruined them or spoiled them, uh, but made it that they no longer in their minds have an interest in any guy. They're just not going to settle for any guy that is below a nine. It's nine intense. They've been promised everything. You go, girl. They're not even that interested. If they're going to have sex or if they're going to go out with a guy, YOLO, you only have once, and I'm going to settle only for nines or better. I think, was it the... Was it OK Cupid or was it the other site, the Plenty of Fish site, or maybe it was a college? No, the college one was. I think they lined up a hundred guys, a hundred gals, where there was an equal distribution with people in terms of looks and women. Well, maybe that was the other study. Um, the, the short is it was the eighty twenty principle. Uh, eighty percent of the men were rated. Uh, not attractive. Eighty <laughs> percent of the men won't even make it. Make fives. <clears throat> they were viewed as a four point nine or lower when mathematically it just wasn't there. Um, or maybe it was that women would only go out with twenty percent, or eighty percent of the women would only go twenty percent of men, or maybe a hundred percent would. Uh, you know, again, we've we've seen the anecdotal stories: the gal who's five foot nothing insists on dating a guy who's six feet tall. Uh, they. And it's it's not that <clears> that I'd even say they're conscious of it, uh, but they it, it's undeniable that their expectations are no longer in line with proportional reality. You know, the bottom fifty percent of gals should go with the body fifty or should be attractive or willing to date the bottom fifty percent of guys. If you're a ten, then yeah, why would you sell for anything beneath a ten? You're going to get all the guys that want to date you. It's uh, <clears throat> it's logical. But with all the attention women get on the internet, they're told they're beautiful. I'm sure this woman was not showing her deformation on the internet. I'm sure she was putting on filters and and mocking herself up and photoshopping and all that other stuff. Uh, one can even argue that, and this is the, the thing I ran past the guy, I'm like, okay, whether it's in the deepest part of their souls or not, what you have to effectively look at is, did women ever really want men to begin with? Um, 
And now that <clears throat> financially they don't need men, they have careers, they have government uh, programs. If they have kids, they get a, a whole bunch of other government programs. Uh, they're focusing on careers and education. Again, not against it, as long as you major in the right thing, ladies. Uh, but if you look at their choices, what they are effectively telling you is that you basically got to be a 9 or a 10 or no dice. And th- this has been a thought that I've been kind of kicking around and debating in my own head is I've been looking at some polls and survey data, and this is just, I haven't come to a conclusion on it. <clears throat> uh, what was the article last week, two weeks ago? where women were happier being unmarried and not having children. Assuming that guy's methodology was correct and he's not a leftist Marxist propagandist and he doesn't have a narrative or an agenda, you know, assuming, which is a big assumption nowadays, but let's just entertain if that was true. It makes me wonder, did women ever really want men? Was it truly a... Have, in their minds, have women been oppressed since time immemorial? And... Oh God! You know, the labor, the chore of having sex. I oh, I got a headache. That didn't come out of nowhere. I think it was Rollo talking about the difference between transactional and not rewarding. That'd be the it was transactional sex, and there was another like recreational sex, sex for fun, sex women actually wanted to have. <clears throat> and what was it? He estimated. Uh, like the vast majority of sex being had today is transactional. So that would mean, okay, you don't want to do it. It's not recreational. It's not fun. That You look at the history of prostitution. Again, the oldest profession ever. Men have to pay or they don't have to. You use, Every once in a while, there's a jig alone. The women are paying, but the vast majority of the prostitution goes from men paying women. Indicating, well, now I, a lot of people say, yeah, women just like to have sex as, such as, as much as men. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's if you're a 9 and a 10, they do. <laughs> and if women as a group want to have sex as much as men, there'd be no such thing as prostitution. <laughs> because women would want to have it. I, I always got a kick out of that. Women like getting to have sex as much you just can't. It's like, no, no, no. If they did like having sex as much as men, there would be no, there's empirical data right here. Right here. There'd be no such thing as prostitution because they then go and have as much sex with men. I argue also that's the way it should be because if people in the olden days wanted to have sex as much as the opposite sex did, you'd have overpopulation. <clears throat> now that resources are tied to it, uh, then, but we don't have to go into uh, uh, evolutionary biology. Uh, but if, if you look at that and you assume that survey that that guy did, that women were happiest without children and without husbands, there is a possibility, a hypothesis, a theory, I never knew the difference. There's this potential explanation that deep down on a genetic level, women just weren't that into having a husband or having sex. Oh, maybe they wanted to have kids. Uh, but uh, you, had, you had to look back in the olden days. Women were highly dependent on men to protect them from saber-toothed tigers, other men, uh, go and provide the resources, all that other stuff. So I can see a biological or evolutionary genetic argument that women maybe didn't want men. And now that they're getting everything they can digitally or through the state or through... Uh, shaking their money maker on the internet and not having to interact with men. Maybe that's the new reality. I mean, it is the reality no matter what. The, the What I found curious and interesting is that a woman with a, a deformation, of which is no fault of her own, I'm not picking on this woman, there's so much thirst is one thing, but then there is so many other surrogate replacements to men in terms of government programs, in terms of them working and having their own career, um, and in terms of them getting their attention on the internet, I guess uh, you know even that may be debatable. They get attention, but they don't have to do anything for it, and it's remote, and it's safe, and it's clean, and you don't get stalkers. Uh, I could see where the demand for men really dries up. 
I mean, it really dries up. So much to a point that a woman with a, a minor birth defect, albeit a birth defect, would turn down a guy who's an eight. We're like, no, I want, I want nine or I'm going home. Go big or go home. And you could make the argument that, okay, it's delusional. If women really want to get married and have kids, they're gonna have to. You're gonna have to settle. Everybody's gonna have to settle. You can't. You can't date, you know, and marry. Well, you could have a harem, which is essentially what will inevitably becoming up ending up happening anyway. Uh, oh shit! Where was I going? Oh shit! And, the point is, is they could go ahead and date, they could do it, but maybe they're just not interested. Unless you're a nine or a ten, unless you you know you're the the tropic from th- no, not the tropic from what the thunder from down under. I was thinking tropic thunder in the movie. <laughs> unless you're the trop- you're the thunder from down under. The girls aren't interested because they were not interested in the first place. And it's so bad that now, yeah. You you could be an eight, you could be a seven, you could be a guy who's better than average, and gals just aren't they're not gonna be interested in you. They're not. And the one thing one of the two things I wanted to convey to every young man out there is one, this is not your fault. I he said he wasn't taking it personally. I I I think he was just agitated. I hope he wasn't taking it personally, but you gotta realize you what you're competing against Genetics, propaganda that starts at the age of four, doesn't stop till they're twenty-five, and even then you could argue after that. Um, they they from an economic standpoint no longer need you. Um, they've been propagandized uh, to believe that their careers and education is more important than love and family. But I would <clears throat> then also like to offer this other argument that maybe, deep down inside, that wasn't that important to begin with anyway. It was merely a survival mechanism. Now they are truly free of men. But the, the larger point is, none of this is your fault. You guys didn't, you know, you weren't around when the baby boomers were burning their bras and, hey man, taking flowers and putting them in machine guns and thinking that's all cute. Uh, you weren't the ones that, you know, that thought it'd be a great idea to drop off the kids at daycare and you know, latchkey kids and divorce only brings stronger families into existence. You weren't, you weren't there. So that was out, that's outside of your fault and control. Uh, so you you got to forgive yourself. You got to forgive you because it's not your fault. <laughs> you can't overcome all that genetics, you can't overcome the brainwashing, you can't overcome the budget that's spent on telling women about everything <clears throat> that's not marriage. The material consumption, the shoes, the travel, the New York life, the, the sex in the city life. Um, you can't overcome the, the, the women's magazines, you can't overcome The View, you can't overcome Oprah. Uh, you're just outgunned and you're out uh, financed. And then I would also argue that by the time they're 30 and finally looking to get married or settle down, I mean, it, it, it's mood and academic at that point because of the level of student loans most people have at that time, including the men. <clears throat> uh, but the other thing is, whereas not only don't worry because it's not your fault, you, you know, you, you, you can be an eight. You can be an eight. And you could not get a three because that's what their expectations are. Uh, was it Rich Cooper always posts the 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 single mom of three kids from five different fathers and her dating expectation? You can't handle me. Da, 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 da. It's like, and they get it. They'll get the guys. The thirst is real. But the second thing is, my my buddy was like, "What do I do?" What I'm like, you accept reality. And I guess that's where I am. Where where a lot of people, maybe I'm just more cynical and jaded. Maybe. <laughs> But you gotta accept reality, guys. And the reality is, no, no, no. It doesn't matter what you want. It doesn't matter how we've been trained. It doesn't matter how evolution is. We are at the point in time now that the demand for men as husbands or fathers is as low as it's ever been. It really is. And 
you're just going to have to accept the, the, I'd say, for most of you guys, goddamn well near 80% of you are just not going to get married or have that stable nuclear family and have it remain intact. That's a key thing. Marriage, that happens all the time. I've stopped, I've refused. I've stopped getting wedding gifts. I say, no, I'm giving you an anniversary gift because you're on your third fucking marriage. Fuck you. Uh, but any kind of quality guy out there, any guy, period, uh, you got to kind of accept and face the music that you just, and the next, I was going to say this generation, but the next generation as well. Marriage is just not going to be in the cards for a lot of you guys. Becoming a dad is not going to be in the cards for a lot of you guys. And you could beat a young, try and get dates, try and do this, try and do that. And all I see is that you get you get frustrated. Get horrendously frustrated. Not only frustrated, but let's talk about sanity. I mean, quickest way to becoming insane is to deny reality and try and live in an alternative world. Just ask any one of these SJWs when Trump got elected. And until you until you accept this fact, again, maybe I'm just more able to accept cryptic reality, but until you accept that most of the women out there are not interested in marrying you, <clears throat> in, in theory, or, or act, uh, effectively, we shall say, based on the decisions they've made, um, and they themselves are not exactly marriage material either. I mean, there's there's no end to the to the single mom numbers. Uh, 43% of the kids are born out of wedlock and however many people stay together, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then there's also an issue of like maturity, financial readiness, financial preparedness. Most young ladies today have just unacceptable level of debts. They have worthless degrees. <clears throat> Some of the gals do major in STEM, but it's rare. And and they're just not mature enough. I mean, it, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Women will get all the training in the world for whatever education and job, and that's fine. But another job, and it's a hard job, is to be a wife and a mother. And they get no training in that. If anything, it's like they're they're scared away. You don't want to be dependent on a man. Um, and, and it's like, well, here's guys. Let's tell you some, you know, guys 101. Well, don't nag them and, and let them and support them this way and... You know, he just fixed the lawnmower. Don't nag him about the goddamn dishes. And children. See, children are kind of humans too, and they have feelings and emotions, and they need both the mother and the father, not a state-run government check facility financed uh, daycare operation by some strange woman with her master's degree in child psychology. But not, uh, you know, not a doctorate, otherwise she'd actually go and make some money. They simply are not prepared. They're not trained. And I'm not blaming them. Some, there's no, well, on a biological kind of fundamental theoretical level, the, the marriage material, the raw material has always been there. It's whether or not they've been trained. They haven't been trained this generation. They've been trained to, to view it as, you know, a lot of times just slavery. And, oh, my God, no, I'm going to hyphenate my name and I'm not going to commit and... <clears throat> you you can't have a successful marriage unless both spouses loves the other person more than they love themselves. Not going to happen. It's called altruism. It's called selflessness. I'd say it's more important than love. Or maybe it's the epitome highest form of love. Either way, without that, you're not uh, going to have some successful marriages. Uh, but this, this even presupposes that on policy, they're even interested in in, in finally shacking up with one of you guys. Um, and again, based on their behaviors, their actions they're taking, they're not. They're, they're obviously much more concerned about their careers. They're much more concerned about having fun and traveling and partying and going on the dance floor with their friends. YOLO, you only live once. Um, maybe get a dog. Uh, their politics, that's another huge one. Women are definitely more interested in politics and activism and um, any kind of ism you want than than dating you. I mean, well, what? That's a that's a very fundamental 
thing that they derive agency and value from. I'd say false agency and value, but still agency, that's what defines a lot of them. And it's either that or go out with Bob, the accountant. Well, Bob's Bob, and he probably won't satisfy her like the previous 40 guys she dated, so she's not going to get that excited about Bob. And so not only are they not capable of a successful long-term relationship, married or not, I I really don't differentiate between the the two, although the government sure the fuck does. (laughs) Clary, vasectomy for the win. Uh, But also, effectively, with the decisions... Above all else, forget the, well, they're focusing on career. They're putting more effort into into careers and work than they are dating. How about the fact they just won't say yes to a date with you? How about the fact they're not going to settle for anything below a nine? And once again, that is outside of your control, so I would not be beating yourself up over it. And uh, and that's 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 the less that's why I wanted to you know get I just want to do this one segment. I'm going to do another segment tomorrow when I can yell a little bit more, maybe get better acoustics. But yeah, guys, let's let's advance our thoughts here. Let's let's push it forward. I got perfect example about advancing the conversation to make some progress. I tuned into. The show Garage Logic, I had to stop listening because these guys are still stuck in 2002. They're old guys. They're quaint. Say, did you know City Mayor Melvin, Melvin Foster? Melvin Brooks, he was a comedian. Some guy named Melvin. Uh, he's the mayor of St. Paul. And and they're like, say, he's got a bunch of people who who, who have chief on their name. And they're in some kind of position that doesn't sound like it's basic municipal services. Like it, maybe it's almost a make-work government job and, and a way to, to pay off his cronies and help employ other equally worthless degreed people. It's like, wow, you just coming to this one? And they all live in the major met. They all live in St. Paul, Minneapolis. And like, say, you know, it's almost like that caller comes in. And I was just like, oh my God, is this, is this really that great of a call? He says, you know what, I'm, I'm getting the impression that we don't own our property. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. If only there was a genius fucking economist that said that like 20 fucking years ago. And there they all are. Say, that's a great observation, Bob. Thanks for calling in. That's a really, yeah. And then all the other old guys chime in. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. It's almost like we do rent our property here from the city. It's like... <laughs> So good luck trying to get these guys to understand the concept of capital flight. I need you guys, if you want to have any progress in life, and by progress, I'm not talking like with the... I'm just talking sanity. I'm just saying acknowledging what the real world is for what it is so that at least you're not banging your head against the wall and 20 years from now you're like, say, did you know it's almost like we're renting our property from the Socialist City Council? It's like they don't believe in property rights at all. I need you not to be... An old, uh, decrepit curmudgeon of a man coming up with epiphanies 10 years before you're likely going to die of old age. Especially you young guys, because you're the ones that are most interested in the gals. You need to, to realize the lay of the land and the reality now. For whatever reason, we could debate why, gone through multiple explanations or theories, But for whatever reason, uh, women have become incredibly, and I would say, uh, unanchored from the real worldly, uh, removed from, from having realistic expectations, from having any kind of hope of all women or most women getting married and have successful marriages and children. They have unrealistic expectations of what the male population can provide them. They have delusional expectations of what they're going to be able to accomplish, not just in their love life, but their career and all of it. You know, you can have it all. It's like, no, you can have two. Husband, children, or career. Choose two. Choose two. That's all there's time in the world for. 
Um, and But at the same time, while you can argue they're delusional, and, and you can look at the empirical evidence, anecdotal though, where a woman with a birth defect shoots down an eight, you could say that's crazy, but at the same time, that's what it is. It is what it is. And it could be, because it's always been like that, and now in, in a financial and other kind of sense, women are now truly free from it. Maybe that's there's been this ever-eternal baseline from women to want to escape men. And there's been some evidence pointing towards that. The uh, Again, women don't like having sex as much as men. I got a headache. Women get fat. They're not as sexy anymore. They got their kids. They got, eh, eh, they let it. Um, and then also the survey, and also just kind of how, I mean, it, here's another thing. Uh, let's say women deep down inside did want to have kids. And I know there's arguments. You always hear about the psychologist who says, yeah, when I talk to 22-year-old women, all they want really is to just get married and have kids and be a stay-at-home wife. It's like, <clears throat> that, that, that may be true. But on the other hand, if, if women really did want to have kids and get married... How come feminism and working and paying taxes was such an easy sell? Oh, you can argue, oh, women are kind of herd mentality animals and hive, and they had to get along with the other women at the camp or the tribe grounds, otherwise they'd be ostracized and blah, blah, blah. It, certainly, plausible argument. But again, tendering this new theory I got, what if they really didn't want to? What if this is just, you know, if, if they really want to have, have children and a husband, and then, well, then they could probably do that, couldn't they? But boy, feminism and a career and paying taxes and commuting and abandoning love for uh, some kind of purpose and point and agency in life outside of family, they all kind of took to it, didn't they? A again, it, it's moot and academic. Why? It is what it is, uh, but again, it's outside of your control. There's no reason to beat yourself up. And so to make progress, accept this reality. We can worry about the, the coroner's report later. It'd be very academic and interesting, I'm sure. But going forward, I think a lot of you guys have got to, you know, I always say keep a line out there, uh, but... One, don't don't operate from the premise you're going to get married. I mean, it's almost like, you know, at the end of World War One, where I think it was the headmistress came down to talk to girls that were going to go to some college or women's preparatory school or whatever and saying, you know, half it is in the United Kingdom. Half of you will never get married because there's not enough men. They're all dead in World War One. I. I mean, it was France. I'm kind of telling you guys the same thing. It could pretty much easily half. I know a lot of guys in the 30s and 40s. They either went through the ringer, they had a bad dating, they went to divorce, whatever it was, and they uh, they said, "No, I'm done, never again." And uh, it may not be genetically what they want deep down inside, but by God, guys, by the time you're in your late 30s or 40s. And you're getting rejected by women that have birth defects. You got to listen to what the world is telling you. And may say, okay, do I want to keep banging my head against this wall? Suffering the psychological pain and, and torture? Not to mention the economic costs, both in terms of time and money and resources. Going out, swiping left, swiping right, going on dates, buying her drinks. Oh my God, your pictures don't look like the way it was. Da, da, da. Or, 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 you know, at this, this half point you know we're at the halftime show we're at the halftime show we're at the sports bowl halftime show and the girls with the uh, the things and the stuff and the pom-poms they're doing their flippy thing and some person of some notoriety with the kids who sings that song oh hey what's going on and go have sex and shake your booty and but then claim you're not a sex object go oh, doody doody do you know that that's the one that's really popular with the kids nowadays right so while we're here at the halftime, uh, and and we ain't got no points on the on the scoreboard, maybe we ought to change tactics. I know you guys want to go for touchdowns, but maybe we should just try for some field goals. You know, 
have something at the end of this game of life. You get a little bit of score up on the board, and yeah, it's not touchdowns, but field goals will win the game. And I'm saying, if you can't score touchdowns because the defense is too good or there just isn't a touchdown zone anymore, why don't you just go for field goals? Why don't you go and focus on yourself? And and this is... This is um, it parallels, it is the same argument I make about not wasting your time in pursuing excellence as a means to also get girls, but we're really talking about having a better quality of life than you've had since you were you hit puberty. Remember before puberty, it was great, you could play with trucks and run around and have a good old time, and then you hit puberty, and you're like, wow, girls, this is great, this is amazing. Now you're starting to get to the point where it's like, this This is not in great or amazing, Uh because despite the two million years of human evolution and genetics telling me it should be great and amazing and there should be a gal here, they're not. Some has changed in the environment that the women are no longer thinking that uh, boys are great and amazing. And so now, instead of beating your head against the wall, <clears throat> I would, and this is this is why I wanted to do this segment. If it's getting so bad out there, guys, again, I'm always fascinated what it's like on the front lines. If it's getting this bad, boys, it's better being alone. It's better being single and alone. Again, no no besmirchment to women with birth defects. But it's just not. We're just not that attracted. I know other guys who are so thirsty, um, and I can't mention what, but three, well, no, how many, we're talking major deal breakers. There's one, two, three, four, four major, like one of them alone would make me like, yeah, we're not even dating. We're not even, no, we're not even friends, matter of fact. You're definitely uh, going to never, uh, but my buddy, like this is the best he can do. And I'm like, really? And I, and I don't say really because I think he can do better. I understand this. I understand. It's that bad, gentlemen. I understand. I'm, I'm saying, yeah, you're you're better off just being single. Oh, I want to get laid. Well, fuck. Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> Go get a prostitute then. Go jerk off. Go join Seeking Arrangement. It's it's not worth it, guys. It's the pussy is not worth your mental health, your finances, or your physical health. It isn't. And the lack of pussy is also not worth it. If there's a lack, if there's just no demand for quality men that make good money, are handsome, and I have the shit together, if if you're just getting gals with birth defects, among other, I've, I've known my buddies, uh, dating history, which is sad and depressing. And this guy, this is guy that goes out there, he's got a little bit of hustle. He ain't, he ain't sitting there twiddling his thumbs. If it's that bad, yeah, throw in the towel, guys. Give it up. Stop, stop beating yourselves over the head. At least, you know, I kind of look at my life, I'm like a four-year-old with a credit card and a driver's license. Um, and a motorcycle. And you'll never, you'll obviously never get rid of your desire for it. It's not going to go away. That's what it is. But man, how happy and carefree was it when I was three and four years old, man? Riding a big wheel. I don't, I don't think I had a big wheel three or four. Did I? I had a tricycle. I had a hand-me-down tricycle. Um, you didn't care. What's that? Oh, that's a bird. Oh, I haven't seen a bird that color Feather before what is that? Oh, it went away. Oh wow, look a caterpillar! Holy God, what? Oh, where's he going? Oh, he's eating the leaf. Oh, wonder what kind of what kind of thing? Oh, look over here. There's a there's a flower I've never seen before. I'm gonna play in the mud. And they, oh, look, there's a frog. Oh my God, there's a frog. I'm gonna capture him and I'm gonna pet him. And oh, my mom's gonna make me put him back. Oh darn. I guess we can't have frogs in the house. You'll never get that level of innocence. You'll never get that level of peace or calm because you you, you got got to be a dumbass kid. You got to be unaware of the ways of the world. Uh, but man, that you want to talk about the thorn in your side? 
of of having women and the sexual the male sex drive. Oh my God, what a royal pain in the ass! I'm thinking if you stop trying to satiate it, uh, you, you just kind of give up. You accept the reality, you know. And as per Bill Burr, go rub one out. How much how much pain and agony would you save yourselves? How much? I'm just wondering. Oh my God, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. You know, our our good friend Adam Piggott. I can't imagine what it's like being a forty something year old guy. And then having to go date. <laughs> Holy shit. I wouldn't. Honestly, neither neither is Adam. He's taking a, a sabbatical from uh, chasing the ladies. But there's no way. No, no way. You know, not that I'm on the front lines. But, I, you know, I, I'm not blind either. And I look. Uh, no. Just no. Absolutely not. Because not only is it not worth it, but you're the for you to go through that and date. You know, it was cool to date in your twenties. It was cool to date in your teens. Dated hundred, literally hundreds of women. And at the time, it was great, and then it slowly became more of a chore, and then soon it was simply not acceptable. Now, no, like I said, all these guys I do know in their late thirties, early forties, who just they're not. They have gone ghost. And I'm trying to think of most of my men. I got to worry about selection bias. I really have to worry about selection bias, but he won't. He won't. He barely participates. I got one guy who's always going. Um, yeah. I think four out of five guys I know that'd be about average that are not looking. I mean, one in five is looking. He's not exactly the winner of the group. Yeah, the rest of the guys I'm thinking are all. I mean, I'm even wondering, like a young guy, TJ. This would make a great segment for your podcast. Let me know if you ever do it. But do you even bother chasing girls anymore? I mean, you're 31. You'd be the ideal candidate, property owner, in shape, blah blah blah. Has a dog. Or is it? Is it just? It's just got to be. Pointless, I think, at your age with your... I hate to pay him a compliment because you use crayons to write your books. Uh, but at your level of maturity and wisdom, I can't imagine you going out with a 25-year-old. Oh, my God. A 25-year-old girl from Seattle. Oh, choke me with Bill Gates' eyeglasses. Oh, fuck that shit. Fuck that. No. All right, so that's it. <clears throat> just lesson to have there, guys. Just a lesson to have. Realize it is that bad. It's not your fault. It's not bad luck. Um, it's not in anyone that says, oh, you may be just fishing in the wrong hole. Reel back and punch him right in the fucking face, even if it's your goddamn mother. May, that my favorite. Maybe you just attract the wrong type of women. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Because somewhere, somewhere in the United States, there's this entire state of traditional conservative gals who have degrees in chemical engineering, have their own houses, and oh my God, they're like me. They're responsible. Oh, and they, they, they didn't take any handouts for the government or their parents. They're truly strong, independent, STEM-majoring women with charm and charisma and interesting hobbies, too. I'm sure they're there by the millions. I, I just attract the wrong type of girl. I see. I, why didn't I think of that? It's not that, guys. It's that bad. There's been some major technological, sociological, political, and uh, one might even say emotional changes to society. Um, everything from feminist indoctrination girls are going to get K through college to the emphasis on the career to arguably, again, I'm kicking around a theory that it's women's genetics. They've always wanted to escape men. They've always been somehow dependent on men, and now they finally don't. To one could say something as simple as female hypergamy, where they want the nines and the tens. Great quote, as always, from Rolo, although he was quoting Book of Pook, I think. Women would rather share an alpha than have a beta all their own. Um, 
it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter why. All that matters is what is. And uh, most of the gals today, effectively, even though in their hearts of hearts they may want to get married, effectively, they don't. And so stop stressing yourself out and wasting your time worrying about it. Uh, but above all else, accept this very real likelihood and statistical possibility so that you're sane when it happens. Right? Don't don't be like these people that go and major in puppetry and then for decades just get pissed off because they can't find it. Don't go through that mental torture. I know it's not a pretty truth to accept, but you're going to have to accept that I'm going to say the majority of men are never going to get married. majority of you are never going to get married. With divorce, I think the majority of women will get married. Uh, but the majority of men, no. I don't believe so. And so I suggest you start finding other reasons to derive value and happiness in life. Give you meaning and purpose. But above all else, forgive yourself for, for something you really don't control. And through the powers of the internet, we will do sponsors but 12 hours after the old captain fell asleep um i got my travel laptop and the uh, sponsor list is incomplete uh, i do know we have praxy p-r-a-x-e-y get the praxy app and search aaron cleary your favorite asshole in the world if you need immediate and direct consultation you need to get in contact with me for whatever reason it is like a 1-900 number except it's not me talking dirty to you if any of you are even old enough to remember that uh, those days but it is three dollars a minute um and you can just contact me over your phone and um and uh we we had this app before steve came out with it before it worked pretty good but now he's worked out a bunch of the bugs and uh, yeah you can contact me by downloading the praxy app p-r-a-x-e-y you can find it on the google store and i'm once again his guinea pig so we're going to kind of suss it out have your question ready guys have it be short and sweet at $3 a minute, um, it, and again, I'm not doing it to, to make money. I'm doing it to make money and and because I hate talking live with people. It's not even you personally. It's not me hating you. I just hate because I'm anchored. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, speaking of which, let me give these guys a shout-out. Masculine Geek. They got TJ. They got Vince. They got Rarb. Kind of talks like Boomhauer, except angry. Boomhauer is very relaxed. Rob is an angry short Boomhauer. <clears throat> uh, where's it going? Now I think I want to watch King of the Hill. Um, oh, they. Uh, uh, if you could subscribe to them on YouTube, they're trying to monetize. Um, God, I just did three jumps. I forgot where the hell I came from. Uh, but give those guys a shout out. Take a look at the Masculine Geek on the on the uh, podcast there. Subscribe to them on the YouTube. Uh, God, what the hell was I talking about? Man, my brain just jumped a lot there. I'm pissed. I'm in a pissed off mood today, guys. Real pissed. All this fucking housework, all this shit, all this go here, go there. I, I and there's no relaxation, no relaxation. And then then my uh, my car decides to take a shit on me. And it's like, yeah, okay. All right. Like DT and I were talking, there's a God and he's a dick. He's just a grade A dick. You must find Christ, Aaron. He, he, Jesus loves you. That's why he hates you so much. <laughs> Don't you understand? They, he loves you so much that, that they want you to suffer so you can love them in return. Always oh, got a kick out of how. Religion could not pass four-year-old, not fourth grader, a four-year-old simple question without immediately going, well, then you'll burn in hell. Oh. Um. Anyway, take a look at the Praxy app. Download that there. Um, there is also Financial Longevity by Dan, um, I'm sorry, Dantarius Owens, Dantarius Owens, Dan Owens, Financial Longevity. Uh, that is a book written by a millennial for millennials, and I think he's going to sadly find out none of his peers are going to want to listen to him because it's all about the, the whining and the complaining and the victim. That's what the GDP figures are going to look like. That's what's going to happen is the, the, the GDP 20 years from now when millennials finally take over will be nonprofits, just be a big-ass pie chart with like three main industries, nonprofits, bailouts, 
uh, victimhood and uh, being offended. That's what the what the GDP chart will be. And then the rest of the world say, why, why are we producing all this shit for the Americans? And they just, just because they have the world's reserve currency? Why, 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 are, they, why, why are we doing that? Uh, fuck those guys. And then Rome will collapse. And then the millennials like, what's the world reserve currency? I, I, want, I want stuff. I want free crap. I want bailouts. Why isn't there anything to buy in the stores? We should have more people. The store people need it. The people got to produce more stuff to put it in the stores. And then there will be your long overdue economics lesson. <clears throat> For those of you who think Ocasio-Cortez has it right this time. <laughs> this 20, what, five-year-old child. She's got it right. Hey, here you go. Hey, again, look at her background. That woman has never supported herself, not once. Never worked a real job in her life. She wrote, I think, children's book with nonprofits. Again, nonprofits, that'll be the other big the other big pie in the pie chart. Maybe there might be porn. Who knows? But she's got it figured out. She's got it figured out. She's just so brave and intelligent. Um, what else? Uh, academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com. And hire a good friend, Alex, if you're looking for someone to write your papers in college that you really don't want to. Um... He is also looking for writers. He, he needs to hire people. So go also go to academiccomposition.com if you're looking for a job that you can do from the comforts of your own home. And no, it's not going to be a fun job. Writing lies and Marxist drivel is not a fun job. you got to pull shit out of your ass. If you don't believe me, go look at any course description in any one of the liberal arts of the humanities nowadays and say, holy shit, i gotta write, I got to write papers about this. It's going to turn out to be like that. The cross-intersectionality with the new paradigm forces a new self-infliction privilege. I hate white people. That kind of class. <coughs> what else? Uh, yes, yeah, so go to academiccomposition.com. Patreon.com. If you want to help out the old cat mice, you can do many things, many things. You go to patreon.com slash Aaron Cleary and donate money, in which case you will get access to the pinups. Of the of I can't say lovely because that's uh, plagiarizing Bill Burr and the lovely Mi- Mia Nia. Uh, we're gonna call Mary Jo the lusty Mary Jo the lusty Mary Jo, who though attractive is not lusty. She's classy, but I don't want to say classy because that's too nice. I need a reputation to maintain. She is the lusty Mary Jo, with her great bazooms, and uh, you can get pinup pictures, 1950 style pinup pictures. There, I'm going to upload another one pretty soon for those of you who have kindly donated. Um, and then I know none of you guys give a shit about this. But then I wrote that mere article called Sandy is the Future of Wealth that no one really cares about. And you also get to read that. People were saying, well, what if Mary Jo read that in lingerie? And I'm like, well, YouTube would probably say, that's too much fun. we got to get rid of that. And I did sign up for a DLive account. Um... I did have that. <clears throat> but in any case, that's one way you can support the old captain. You may also support the old captain by buying his books. You can find those on Amazon.com, which include Reconnaissance Man, Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, The Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major, which is very apropos because it is June, which means it's Worthless Degree Awareness Month. Enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States. And then a book called Curse of the High IQ and Poor Rich's Retirement. All of them are available online in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook, except for Black Men's Got Out of Poverty and my best of books. The best of books being Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and Love Letters to the Left. Um, those you just get paperback in Kindle. And uh, if you buy that, that, that supports me. You can also go to olderbrother.com slash donate. You'll see different ways you can support me there. Two other ways that I have not yet mentioned that are linked there is the link to my PayPal if you would like to donate to PayPal. <clears throat> and you get nothing. You get goose egg. You get big fat zero. So you may want to go to the Patreon instead because at least you get something out of that. And then uh, if you wanted the truly uh, best uh, we all win in the end, is you do all your online shopping. You get into the good habit of doing all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, which, again, you can find at olderbrother.com 
slash donate. And you're not really donating. You know why you're not donating? Because you're just going to click on that link first. You don't go to Amazon.com and for fuck's sake, don't use your goddamn Amazon app. You go on the computer like an old fuck generation, uh, generation Xer does. And you, I need my keyboard and my mouse. <clears throat> oh. Is Batman the animated series on? Which was an amazing cartoon, by the way. Uh, and you click on that link, and then you just do your shopping. That's it. That's all you do. You just do your shopping. And then Amazon remembers, oh, it came, it came from that website. That's Aaron's site. And anything you buy, get depending on what you buy, a 5 to 6 to 7 even percent commission on all your purchases. You do not pay anything extra, which is why it's a win-win-win. And you're, we're going to buy this stuff anyway. If you could please just humor me. And pay for my car repairs. <laughs> Fucking Christ. It's like I got all this other shit. Not in the I'm not at the Northern Command, I'm in the Southern Command. I got my car. Oh yeah, it'll be four hundred bucks. I'm like, God damn, I don't have my tools and I don't have the fucking time. So if anyone's really charitable, you want to help out the old captain. You can go ahead and donate to my car repair fund. Uh, the quintessentialist.blogspot.com. The Autistic Guy's Guide to Security. That's a book available on Amazon.com. Push Your Grubber Downhill. Uh, both the website and the book by our good friend Adam Piggott. Uh, Orion'sColdFire.com. That's a blog and a photo gallery if you need to take... Oh, God, have I been taking a break from politics? Oh, my God. I've just been focusing on manual labor, which I will admit makes me feel a little bit better. I went and I golfed yesterday. It was very hot, but very nice. And I just take it easy now. The old captain's taking it easy. Blood pressure's up. Got to go to the grocery store where they got one of those free blood pressure things. Yeah, you're going to die. Ah, oh, Jesus. <clears throat> Trade the ratio by our good friend Glorious Carl and the Pence Principle, written by Randall Bentwick. Trade the ratios for those of you who are interested in investing in precious metals, be it gold or silver. And then the Pence Principle is basically a how to not get Kavanaugh. That's basically it. How to not get falsely accused of rape. There's no way. There's no way to prevent it. Um, I even read it, did a book review on it. And you think it's crazy, and then all of a sudden you saw what happened to Kavanaugh. It's like, what, really? 36 years later? No proof? And wow, what a shock. She was a leftist in academia who just, oh my God, I, I was assaulted. Like 36 years ago? <laughs> and the I think it's the last chapter, second last chapter. It's like prevention. It's like, yeah, you got to record everything now. <laughs> you got to record everything. Email, body cams. Um, yeah, so get that. The Pence Principle. That would make a great book for every young man graduating from high school today because you just can't wait to get to college. You can't wait to get there. Hey, we're Jewish. I can, it's, it's no different to poor guys nowadays. It's no different than if it was like, say, 1938 in the United States and you're a Jewish family. Where should we vacation? I got an idea. Munich. Let's go. No, I heard everything's fine. It's even worse than that. It's not like vacation. It's like, all I've wanted to do my entire life was go to Munich because that's what the people told me to. Um... Going through my list here. Oh, I think I did it all. We did the Amazon affiliate program. We did academic composition. I told you about Patreon. I told you about this. I told you about that. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Um, I know many of you, pretty much all of you, have already bought the books of mine that you want to buy. However, if you would kindly... Write a review. You don't want to spend any money, but it would I won't lie to you. It'll take you like five minutes of your time to write a review of a book that you liked or you hate it. I don't care. You know, write a review. I would appreciate it very much. Now, well, you can also help out Cappy without having to expend any of your money. Just your time. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I, gotta, I don't have internet here. I gotta look it up on my phone. This really is the mail it in episode. I guess that's what I'll call it the mail it in episode because um, I just I don't have 
it's not the command. It's, I mean, it's the Southern Command, but I need. The, wasn't planning on coming here. There's a story. One of these days, one of these days, I'll tell you guys about it. One of these days, I'll have a, I'll have a tell-all autobiography. Cappy tells all, and I'll tell you what I was really doing and why. You say, my goodness, I didn't know Cappy was doing that, and you'd be like, yep, that's what happened. Who texted me? Oh, it's the GF. How's golf? Not happening. Repairing car and start. Not happening. Repairing car instead. Fucking raping car instead. Repairing. Fuck you goddamn South Koreans. Can you not get... Just have an English guy do your autocorrect. Not raping. Not happening raping the car. Repairing. Raping the car. How did that show up? Not repairing. Now, see, I'm going to say, what's wrong with the car? Did something happen? Are you going to maybe make it back? Yes. Yes, I'm a guy. I can repair the car. Just not now. Um, all right. When I get back, we'll have the third and final segment. There was something I was thinking I wanted to mention. I can't remember it. Uh, but when I get back, we'll have a, a final segment, and I'll upload this craptastic podcast with the shitty audio, and I shall return. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>